This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Wednesday, February 13th, 2019. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Detectives from Anne Arundel County have been investigating possible drug distribution at a home located on Bretton View Road in Annapolis, and that's on the Broadneck Peninsula. And yesterday they raided the home. John Vizzini Jr. and Leah Bruish were both arrested on the scene and charged with various drug counts. They were both charged with possession with intent to distribute, possession of marijuana of 10 grams or more, and possession of paraphernalia. In the raid, they seized 2,067.5 grams of marijuana, which for those that aren't on the metric system is 4.55 pounds, 150 suspected THC liquid vape inserts, two digital scales, various controlled prescription pills, three weapons, one 2018 Chevrolet Tahoe, and that's a bummer, and $979 in U.S. currency. The Maryland Senate approved a bill yesterday that may be the first step in overturning Governor Hogan's order that public schools start classes after Labor Day. The bill passed 31-13 right along party lines, returning control of school calendars to the local school boards. The measure does now head to the House of Delegates, and if the bill passes there, Hogan has vowed that he will put it as a referendum on the ballot in 2020. Supporters of starting school later say that it helps the state's tourism industries, especially in Ocean City. Some parents have said that they struggle to find and pay for summer camps in the days leading up to Labor Day. Senators argued yesterday that school boards struggled to meet the executive order's requirements. And God forbid anyone has to struggle to figure out how to make a calendar. Naples police are investigating several vehicles and buildings that were struck by bullets in the Eastport section of Annapolis. They received reports of shots being fired late on Monday evening. They said that no victims were found, but two unoccupied parked vehicles, the door to an apartment building and the window of another apartment were all struck by bullets. And this is in the Harbor House community in the Eastport section of Annapolis. The five victims of the Capitol shooting, Wendy Winters, Rebecca Smith, Gerald Fishman, Rob Hyassen, and John McNamara, were all honored posthumously by House Speaker Michael Bush when he awarded them the Speaker's Medallion, which is the House of Delegates' highest honor. He individually honored each victim, many of whom he considered personal friends. Bush did offer praise to those who survived the shooting for their commitment to journalism and the community in the midst of the tragedy. The Speaker's Medallion is issued every year since 1995, and it's given out to residents who are deemed to have made outstanding contributions to the state of Maryland. Hey, if you like live music and you've ever seen anything at the Rams Head, the Rams Head Group is having their seventh annual Rammy Awards. We're right in the middle of award season in Hollywood. We had the Grammys the other night. The Oscars are coming down the road. But it is an online voting, and you can vote for your favorite shows that you've seen there throughout the year. Just head on over to ramsheadgroup.com and vote. There's no cost to vote. You don't need to register your email address or anything like that. And if you do want to give them your email address, you will be entered in to win a pair of tickets to a show of your choice at Ram's Head on stage. It's kind of cool. I love the Rammies. I love to look at all the pictures and reminisce about the shows that I did see there the previous year. All right, that is about it for the top news today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net because we do update it throughout the day. 
Check out that first link in our show notes and find out all the different ways that you can connect with us. Give us a recommendation and a review someplace where you can do that or to your friends and colleagues. That would be good. And you want to hang tight. I've got a little bit of an opinion piece later on. But before we get into that, we've got a little bit of a message from WRNR followed up by your local weather forecast from George Young with DMV Weather. Join WRNR for the 7th Annual Holistic Health Fair, Saturday, February 16th at the Hotel Annapolis. Find healing and health through a more natural approach with displays and demos for everything from Pilates to pet therapy. Plus, healthy living and wellness experts will be on site for group and one-on-one sessions. Interested in a healthier lifestyle? Join us at the 7th Annual WRNR Holistic Health Fair. Details at WRNR.com. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Wednesday, February 13th. After two fairly miserable and raw wintertime days to start the work week this week, today will be much improved with tons of sunshine in the skies above Annapolis and all of Anne Arundel. But it will remain cool with highs in the 40s and will eventually get breezy out too with p.m. winds gusting to 30 to 40 miles per hour. Then we get a very nice day across the area on Thursday with more sunshine, lighter winds, and temps near 50 degrees before the skies become active again with more rain on Friday before a series of storms brings varying chances of snowfall to the area. Saturday, Monday, and possibly again in the middle of next week. So stay tuned as the pace of winter picks back up with multiple chances of snow now through the end of the month into early March. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there with the return of sunshine to the region. And be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching for DCMDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Stores. And also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and on our website at dmvweather.com so you can always stay weather-informed. Imagine your child saying, Guess what I learned in school today? At St. Andrews, it happens every day. We asked Emma and Lawson why. We grow winter greens in our garden to make smoothies. Second graders are the chicken checkers, and our eighth graders take care of our goats. Our classes are the perfect size, which means we get to know each other well. And our teachers know us. Visit St. Andrews Day School's Open House, Friday, March 8th from 9 to 11 a.m. Or call 410-266-0952 for a tour. So many different stories in the news, and everyone has an opinion. Here's ours. I'm not sure if he realizes it yet or not, but Mayor Buckley is entering into an election. Yes, we just elected him about a year ago, but if he has any inkling about a second term, and he full well may not, he better get on the stick. Former Mayor Mike Panalides lost the election because he played it safe. He didn't really accomplish a whole lot, and when it came time to vote, People wanted the Ferris wheel, the Crosstown Flyer, a new public works building, a reinvigorated city dock, a paved main street, and, quite frankly, Panelides didn't deliver on much. He kept the SS Annapolis on a straight course, and the city was left in a bit better shape than it was when he first took over, but there weren't any real solid accomplishments. And now, as Buckley heads into his second year, he needs to get off the stick. He's great at floating out ideas, but ideas will only go so far without any kind of action. If the election were held today, all that Buckley has to hang his hat on are a bike lane, 
and a tax hike. And as we noted in Ion Annapolis the other day, it looks like the Crystal Spring project is moving forward to the discontent of many. But Buckley is going to be real hard pressed to do anything about that because it seems to comply with all of the regulations and laws that are in place. He's talked about bocce courts at City Dog, buying a building from the state to rent out to a business to launch stand-up paddle boards from the end of City Dock. Buckley was all in for the Hotel Blonder complex at one point, and then just recently at a market house meeting, he said, oh, he was never in favor of it. We hear incessant talk about flooding at City Dock and how the city is going to do something about it. But once again, my favorite place, Pip's Hot Dogs, is closed down almost weekly because the city is not doing anything about it. Main Street rebricking? Not important. Maybe the mayor owns stock in a shock absorber company. I don't know. The public works facility that was already under construction? Nope, not happening. He's hoping that he can strike a deal with Bazudo for a land swap and that Bazudo will put in two pedestrian bridges over Spa Road and Forest Drive. Meanwhile, a lot of the boring, non-glamorous stuff that needs to get done isn't. I've reported overgrowth of bushes three times to that Talk to My City reporting system, which is right on the city's website, to no avail. Now, the kids in my neighborhood can't stand on the sidewalk and wait for the school bus, so they just sort of hang out in the street. The time is now. If the mayor wants to have a second shot at this office, he needs to start to get some shit done. Maybe it's the little stuff that has largely been ignored under his administration, or maybe it is to focus on one large project. I don't know, but I do know that as people start jockeying to challenge him, they will be sure to notice the non-accomplishments. You want my suggestion, Mr. Mayor? The garage. I've never believed that parking was an issue in town, but it is perceived to be, and the Hillman garage is literally falling apart. I often debate whether I want to park on the roof or on the bottom, just because I don't know whether I want to save my car when it collapses or have it completely crushed when it collapses. We know we need to fix it. We've known it for years. You can see daylight through the ceilings. Why not start now? And after all, wouldn't that be a grand backdrop for a re-election flyer? Just a suggestion. And that's what I'm thinking today. There is a diamond of diamonds. It's from De Beers. Only 14 diamond tears in the world can touch them. Its name, Forevermark. And Zachary's is the only jeweler in the Annapolis area that has it. Not only is it beautiful and rare, it has a story, supporting women in diamond-producing areas around the world. So when you give a Forevermark diamond, you don't just give, you give back. Zachary's and Forevermark, a jeweler and a jewel. Online at Zachary'sJewelers.com. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, IonAnnapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.